All right, guys. You are here with the verified, the certified Sportsline Predictors because let's just say we're riding high off of a couple weeks of uh, calling the winners, especially the long shot this past weekend. Brought to you by no other than your one and only AJ. Plus 6,000. You got to love it. What did you, what, what, Matt, like, what, what did you think? Did you think, what did you think of golf this weekend? I was texting you stuff all, all, the whole time. Hey, you, you were on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple. I got to, I got to give it to you. I, here's the thing. It didn't matter who won that, that sudden death because on one side you got, got Fleetwood who I had predicted to win, who we also predicted for the top 10. So, you know, it's still cashed out at that. We, we had Fleetwood for the win. What was plus 2,500. Taylor picked it up plus 6,000. You know, it's, it's wild, Matt. Like, and, and that's, that's just not, this is a couple of the stuff we had. I mean, we had a couple other, a couple of other of our picks hit a lot of the players that we discussed, you know, we're relevant up until day four. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bragging a little bit. Also, my fade two for two on these fades. Cause you know, I was fading Jason day. And he got, he didn't even make the cut. So, you know, no. you gotta be listening to us folks. You wouldn't have been wasting your money on day. I mean, it's not a total waste of money. I mean, because he could have still done. I mean, when we're fading it, we're talking about like outside, like the top 30, 40, stuff like that. Unless unless we're choosing a pick for it. But I mean, he didn't even make that. So I mean, we were we were we were doing pretty good. Also, I think your boy what JT Poston was top thirty eight or something like that, or was that two weeks ago? I was gonna say that it was two weeks ago. I'm pretty sure JT Poston didn't play last week. I don't know. I'm just losing track of our picks. Did he? Because, you know, we're, we're, he did do top 38 because I, I, I think you had him for a top 40. I know that. Last week? No, two weeks ago. Whenever you had him. Yeah, I, I know we had him two weeks. Yeah, I, think, I don't think he played last week, but I think he played two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like we, we've just been. But been, he is playing tomorrow. He is playing tomorrow, and I am not talking. I have no nothing on him. I was not doing any research on him because I did not think he was going to do anything. Also, I figured you were going to bring him up a little bit and kind of sprinkle something on him. I don't know, though. We'll see. Well, you better be ready for him. We better be ready for him. Well, here's the thing. We got the U.S. Open coming up. And... It's at the L.A. Country Club here. It's a par 70, 7,421 yards. We're going to break it down uh, on just a couple of these keyholes. So there's six par fours, three par fives, and five par threes. You're looking at thick rough, so you need some fairway accuracy. And we're looking at shots gained T to green on the approach. We're looking at accuracy over distance. Not saying distance isn't going to play a factor because your boys got got you covered still on some players who who got the distance over accuracy. But you know, let's say, did Lucas give you notes? No, no, these are all me. I was going to say because he he's been silent. Yeah, no, this is hey, your boy AJ's got you covered this week. So I I, I don't know. I mean. You're looking at golfers who, who kind of have a really good all-around game, but but really looking at golfers who, who are really good at driving off, off the tee and hitting those fairway greens, and then golfers with a really good short game. So that that's kind of what I was doing my stats and research on this week. But also, I'm going to go over a couple of the favorites real quick, a couple notables, a couple key stats real quick that I did. So... The last five U.S. Open scores, these are the top five players in this that have had the lowest 
overall average score here. So you got Scheffler at one at 70.4. You have Kopka and Shoffley both at three or two and three at 70.6. You got Marikawa at four at 70.9. And you got Rory McIlroy rounding it off, also tied with Marikawa at 70.9. So, I mean, last year, Matt Fitzpatrick beat out Will Zalatoris and Scheffler by one stroke. For his first PGA Tour victory. Do we got another player picking up his first Tour victory, major victory, you know, today? We'll see. There, I mean, you got your favorites here. You got Scheffler and Rom. Scheffler, I believe, is plus 600 to win this. I mean, if this is one of those weeks that that you're not going to throw money on him. I think this is the week that I'm not going to do it just because there's so many other golfers with, with better value that, that I'm willing to throw money on just for the sole fact that I, I think they can beat him out. Usually, usually we say he's a lock. He's a favorite to win it. They have him as a favorite to win it. I mean, he's not my favorite to win this. I don't know about you, Matt. What are you thinking on him? No, not my favorite. I mean, you know who my favorite is, but <laughs> I don't think he's going to win. I, yeah. Are, are, are you talking about uh, your fucking Phil? <laughs> no, I mean, I was thinking maybe, po- uh, well, Poston is my long shot. Okay. Well, I was just going to say. you got Rory. Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, Rory. Hey, here's the thing. I like Rory, but but I was I thought you were gonna go with Phil because he could be looking for his, you know, career grand slam. Could he be getting it this week? Maybe. I mean, I uh, is he in the field? I didn't even. Uh, yeah, didn't yeah, he's in the name. field. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, he's in the field. But I don't see him winning it. Yeah, no, I don't either. It, it's just like, it's one of those things like you. You got to maybe sprinkle maybe like a dollar on it just in case it happens. But, I mean, I don't think it is. Your dollar would be better better spent taking pasta. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, I mean, you other than Scheffler and Rom, you got 19 amateurs and 15 live golfers in this one. So, it's it's pretty cool. I, I, I like this one. Uh, Rom's plus 900, which hmm. I don't know. Let's get into Scheffler real quick. I'll do a little bit more. So he's got two top 10 finishes here in back-to-back years. He's got four straight top fives, and he's number one in strokes gained tee to green in the last two tournaments. Over the last 20 rounds of golf, he's, I think he's averaging like one and a half like strokes gained or like 1.6 or something like that. Uh, his putting as of late has the only thing that's, kind of been iffy i mean they've kind of cost him wins last year and and kind of just the last couple weeks so i don't know his iron play has been been pretty decent but uh, actually pretty a little bit better than decent pretty pretty stellar but you know that putting you know i'm just that's one of the main reasons i'm fading him this week you kind of need a golfer that's going all good all around he's a great golfer already probably one of the best arguably one of the best golfers out here today but you know, I don't know. I like Rom. He's my number one to win this plus nine plus nine hundred. I mean, geez, last twenty rounds of golf, he's uh, averaging one point two nine strokes gained. He won this back in twenty twenty one, uh, top twelve last year in twenty twenty two. He also has kind of been struggling in the short game, but. He is a golfer that, you know, I'm pretty solid to, to, to kind of back him up. I mean, he has five wins so far in the 2022 season, and he's gained over 8.8 strokes on the approach in his past four of six or four or seven starts. And he rarely ever loses strokes off the tee. And I believe he's gained 3.6 strokes on the field his past eight out of 14. 
So he's playing real good golf, real hot golf. So, you know, of course I'm going to be throwing money on him. He's, he's my number one to win this at plus 900. One of the only other golfers that, that isn't in those, those you know, I guess technically quadruple digits, double digits. What are we calling it? The, the, the tens? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's just, it kind of just seems dumb. Like if, if you're going to throw money on one of these two guys just because they're the favorites, throw it on Rom. You're going to get the better value. I think you're going to be getting the better golf played this, this week. I don't know. I don't want to go too much into him. Let's get into my next to win, which you already know. Your boy Matt likes it. Rory McElroy. So, now I know it's been tragic for you because the last two weeks, this guy could have won each tournament. But he's kind of just struggled out and lost it near the end. But he's got four consecutive top tens here in the U.S. Open, and he's got great accuracy, and he's great at scrambling. Just good creativity and, and, and great length off the tee. You know, I just think if you mess up on this course, you have to be able to recover. And I think he, he's, you know, arguably one of the best players at, at re- kind of recovering those. I don't know. It, it, he's plus 1,600. I do like it. I don't know. Matt, what, what are you kind of feeling on Rory this week? Ah, as far as Rory... I don't know. Um, I mean, I do like him to win, but if he doesn't win, I do like him in the top ten. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I I don't know what his top ten value is. It's probably, you know. Nice for a parlay. Probably pretty good for a parlay, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you on that. And don't worry. We'll cook a nice one up for you guys. Oh, I, I, I know you're feeling it. That you I don't know how our parlay did last week. I think we, we said that one person messed us up. Was it Knox or, or Yeah, Russell Knox. Yeah, but I think I was pretty good on the, the parlay. Pretty close. You know, it was kind of getting down to day day four was just, you know, like it was so sporadic, like it was just all over the place. Like, I mean, anything could have happened. So but let's get on to my last final to win this. And, you know, it's a dog that I kind of have been ragged on as of late and teasing and calling a butch little, I don't know. He just, I just have just been, he just, to me, he has been playing golf to the best of his ability. But I'm I got Finau at plus four thousand. I don't know why. Kind of just a gut feeling. Usually when I when I talk trash about Finau, he he does pretty well, and I've kind of been dogging him as of late. So a couple things that I that I was thoughts I had. I mean, he's really long off the tee, and his iron game is is elite. And he played really well at the Mexico Open, and the weather should be very similar to that. You know, one of these golfers out there that he needs to drive well, and he has missed the last three of the last four cuts here, or, or he missed three of the four cuts here. But, you know, I don't know. Something's just telling me, go for now, go for now, go for now. And... You know, it's one of those things. It's one of those golfers that, you know, I was really high on him last season and I haven't been really high on him this season. So I'm going to get kind of back into it. So, you know, sprinkle a little bit on for now. Not, not a whole lot, but, you know, at plus 4,000, you don't got to throw a whole lot on it, you know, to, to, to get really good value. Any Anything you want to throw on for now before we kind of get on to some other players that I have? Uh, he let me down lately, so I'm not really, I'm not really keen on talking about him. I know a lot of people are probably fading him for this. That's, I mean, that's why I kind of am feeling him for this. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can see that. That that's reasonable. I mean, I got a couple. I got a couple other picks in there. I think you guys are gonna like. So let's get into one of my only top fives. I have Cantley at top five. He's got twelve top twenty-five in his last twenty-five major starts, and this dude went to college here at UCLA and he shot a 62 I believe which is like the lowest I think anybody's ever shot here or something like that I don't know maybe the lowest he's ever shot here but he shot a 62 here he's had some tough finishes all year you know once Lucas kind of brought it out there that that he kind of is really long with his game you know it stretches it out and everything I think he just got to get to his golf. I think this is a great place for him to just, you know, show off his his overall golf skill and, and talent. So yeah, I got I got Cantley at top five. I think he plays really well. Gives me a little bit of room just in case he doesn't finish it. You know, if we had him to win or something like that. So at top five, you get it at plus three fifty. And, and and I really like that. You know, I I just think it's good value. Anything on Cantley, or, or am I good to go on to my next pick? No, Cantley's pretty good. Um, I mean, I could see him. Um, and I'm playing with the idea of uh, top 10 to a top 20 right now for Cantley. And another idea I was kind of playing with at him, I don't know what the, what the odds are, but you know, just because he shot that 62 here, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about him for that first-round leader. But I, I don't have him for it this this week. I have another player that I that I have at my for my first round leader that I think you guys are gonna like. I think could be a little bit better story and everything for it. So let's get on to my next pick. So at top ten, I have Morikawa. He's had a cold start and then he's been all over the place, but he's familiar with the course. He played well back here in 2000. What was it? God, I can't read my handwriting. 2017, 19. I don't know, one of those years. But he rested last week. But a top 10 at the Masters. And he prior, he did have a stretch where he was 5 and 17. Um, you know, I, I think. Top 13 or better. So, I mean, sorry, I can't. I, my handwriting is so scratchy right now. So, he, he had a, a, a top three, a top six, a top two, a top three, you know, pretty recently at the U.S. Open in 2022. He had a top five. At 2021, he had a top four. So, you know, he, he's just, he knows this course and he's he played well at this course. Top 10, you're getting it at plus 275. I think that's incredible value. I mean, yeah, you can go with the top five, but I think you can play a little bit safer here and, and get a pretty decent payout at the top 10. So that is actually my lock pick of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. I don't know how you're feeling about him because it's kind of been all over the place, but you know, I think this is just a really good course for him, especially because he, he kind of knows it. He, he's familiar with it. You know, it can really showcase all of his skills. You know, he's been playing pretty hot as of late. And, and you know, I top 10, I think, is just a lock. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I think you're going to like this next pick, too, Matt. Okay. So, we got Spieth at, for a top 10. Okay. He's got zero wins this season. So, that's kind of why I'm... I'm trailing him or, or fading him on, on on a win for this week but you know doesn't mean that i don't like him for some value i mean top 10 you're getting plus 220 he's got elite ball striking and he's got a top five at the memorial and a top uh 29 at the pga championship so i mean not not too confident to take him for the win, but for a top 10, you know, I, I'm pretty confident. I mean, he's one of those golfers that that, that just plays really well. You know, he, he kind of can get out of 
out of situations, I mean, just very good at just just creating something if he if he makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I like it for the top ten. I don't know how you're feeling about Spieth, but but you know, I I, I do like him. I agree. Just, I agree. This win is going to come at some point of the season, and I think he's going to get mul- like I mean, multiple wins. I mean, I thought he was going to get multiple wins this season, and he still can. And I, but maybe this is it. Maybe it's not. But you know, if he gets the win, we still cash out at the top ten. So I'm fine with it. That's a fair outlook. I think his to win is like plus three thousand, as well. Really, so pretty yeah, pretty good payout on that. But you know, it's just. It's just one of those things. I, I I like it at the top ten. You know, I was looking at his other value for like a top twenty, top five. I mean, it's just not nothing. Is uh, this is just a sexy, sexy top ten value? Well, so let's just get on to our next pick. I got two more top tens. This next one is Cameron Smith, live golfer. But this dude hasn't finished outside the top 10 all year. And I know that I think there's only in live golf, there's like 45 golfers in it or something like that. But, you know, that's still impressive. You know, it's, it's a, it's a really good, really good stat. And, and these live golfers have played well on, on these, these events here where these, where, where they're playing against all the, these PGA players and all that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are going with Copa, and, and, and I mean, it, you definitely have a defense there. I mean, he, he's won, you know, the last two cross-play events. You know, he, he he's playing really well. He he's kind of like the, the 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 dog when it comes to these these major events. But you know, I, I'm really liking Cameron Smith. He's got to be accurate with the driver, but if he is, he's probably the best golf. He could be the best golfer out there easily. I mean, it's just one of those picks. You get it at plus 280. I just think he's going to be the live golfer to watch this week. And and I'm excited to see it. There's not much more other than that. Which Makes sense. Me, yeah, I mean, which leads me to my final top 10. Xander Shoffley. Ooh. Yeah. So he's got five top tens in six U.S. Open events. And he's got five straight top 18 finishes in his last, I think, I don't know, in his last, like, obviously five major events. But this dude's ball striking and T placement is just freaking elite. So at the U.S. Open here, he had a top five, a top six, a top two, a top five, a top seven, and a top 14. Five out of the six of those are in the top 10. You know, some three out of the three out of the six of those are in the top five. So I really do like this, this, this value. Um, he's also gaining 3.3 strokes over his last five. Is it, no, 33 strokes over his last five golf tournaments, or, or 3.3. I don't know. I can't I can't read my handwriting, folks. But regardless, he, he's playing real good golf. And he's familiar with this course. He's playing real hot. I think the Lions know something, because out of these top 10s, he's at plus 180. So my least value of those top 10 picks. But I think it's still a very good pick. I mean, I, it good chances that it cashes out and and you do got to throw a little bit more on that but hey a win's a win there and i'm I'm willing to take that you know stats don't lie i i, I do like this this here i don't know how you're feeling about shawfully but but anything you want to kind of throw in on him before we get into a couple of these other picks shawfully i do like um i'm I'm almost tempted to say I feel like it's a gimme, but maybe like a top ten or not top ten, top thirty, top forty. No, oh, yeah. um, there's a couple of there's a couple of things I want to play with though. For the for the parlay you're talking about? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I think definitely should be someone considered and definitely added into that parlay, depending on where we kind of have some of these other things. It, it, it's kind of like a value. Like he's he's one of those players that you know you could throw in there to increase the value of this parlay to to get a better payout, you know, and, and one less pick you have to worry about on it just being such a good, good, solid lock at it. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Well, so I have a one top 20 and he's a player that that's been playing some real good golf this season. So it's Tyrell Hatton. So this dude, this season, sorry, I'm going to go for it. So from the beginning, not super the beginning, but since one of his last like worst starts, Top 15, top 5, top 3, top 19, top 34 at the Valero was his only missed cut. But since then, a top 2, a top 4, a top 40, a top 6, a top 38, and then since then, a top 7, a top 2, a top 13, a top 45, a top 7, and top 8. I mean, he's playing real good golf. Arguably, he's playing some of the best golf. I mean, he's top 20 in shots gained um, off the tee and mm-hmm. in shots gained approach and also on shots gained in or, – or sorry, not so – strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained off the approach, and strokes gained off putting this season – that kind of just leads me to believe that there's going to be a top 20 here for him. Plus 115 for that. So also not the sexiest of value, but it's still plus value. One of those players that you kind of have to look at at these tournaments. You know, he's been there. I mean, he, he's been showing that he could play well. I mean, it's kind of dumb not to take this pick, I feel like. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Food for thought on that one. He's he's also one of those golfers that I haven't really chosen at all really this season. I know Lucas has been pretty high on him, but I mean, he hasn't I haven't really been betting on him and I think I've been stupid not to. So, of course I'm going to get on that now. But I'm going to slowly ease my way into it. I got to trust the golfer and I mean, obviously I I, I trust him, but you know, I I'm going to go with that top 20, get that plus 115. So that's funny. <laughs> I want to throw in a couple prop bets in there. Ooh. Yeah. So you got Rom going head to head with Scheffler. All right. Who are you taking in that? I'm taking Rom at plus 115. If you're getting Rom at plus value and a head to head, you take that value. I don't care who he's facing. I mean, yeah, it sucks that it's Scheffler, but that's the only reason it's probably plus value. But, you know, like I said, if I'm going to bet on one of these golfers, I'm going to bet on, on on him. Especially over the other golfer that I said that I would bet him over, you know? So, plus yeah. 115 on that head-to-head. I really like that value. I also have Ricky Fowler over Jason Day. I don't um, I don't know what the value is, Matt. Do you want to pull that up, the head-to-head value for me? Ricky F- uh, Ricky Fowler and Jason Day? Yeah. Let's see. But while you while you pull that up, Ricky Fowler, he's been hot as of late. I mean, he I think his he's like five or six, like making the cut, like or something like that. Or, or top 15 in his last five of six starts. That's what it is. He's got a wait, top. Wait, 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 wait. Ricky Fowler and who? Over Jason. He should be playing Jason Day. I got Jason Day and Justin Thomas. All right. Well, who's Fowler playing then? I got Fowler and. Let's see. I was like, wait a second. I don't know what he's talking about. 
Um, why is he not coming up on my options? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, whoever Fowler is playing, you should just take Fowler because he's got a top 15 of his last five or six starts. Shane Lowry. Yeah, yeah, still take it because Lowry was one of my players that I was really high on last week and he disappointed. He, I think he was the, my worst. He performed the least well out of my two wins. And he's one of those golfers that hasn't been on my radar really at all this season. Ricky Fowler's hot. Also, I believe... Who's the one? Go- There's a golfer that he is making his like he's playing. It's a golfer from UCLA that's playing that dressed up as Ricky Fowler for Halloween when he was like ten or something like that. And Fowler like sent him like a message and was like, "I'll see you at the at like this event in like 2025 or something like that." And it's 2023, and they're actually both going to be at the event playing against each other. So. Yeah, no, I think Fowler. I, I think he's just he's just playing hot. Also, whoever is playing day, who was it? Thomas. I, yeah, no, Thomas. I actually Thomas was one of those players that I was actually looking at for for maybe a potential top oh. thirty, something like that. Jason Day. I mean, just he's been bad, outing the last couple tournaments, including a miscut over the last two weeks. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just not confident on day at all. So Fowler over. Over who who was he playing again? Uh Lowry. Lowry, yeah. So Fowler over Lowry. And then you got you got Thomas over Day. Couple players I'm fading. Should I get to my fades now or should I should I go to my long shot real quick? And then my first round leader. What what are you feeling, Matt? I like the long shot. All right, I think you're really gonna like this long shot because I've been dogging him as of late. JT Boston. Nope. Keith Mitchell. Me. Plus five thousand. Hey, called that long shot last week. I'm calling it again this week, maybe potentially. He's just you know decent and averaging and iron and short play, but he's ranked number one in total driving. He just has immaculate power off the tee. And he should be able to just get a lot of good chances to just, you know, be on the attack here in this in this uh in this course. He also likes LA golf. He played at the Riviera, and I believe he was in the final group there as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I like I like Keith Mitchell. I did not pull up this player's value, Matt. Will you pull up this player's value for me while I, I give you I gave you two long shots this week? To win? Yep. So it's uh, Siwoo Kim. This guy, his ball striking is great, but just at the moment. And he's gaining more than five strokes per event in ball. Yeah, category. Keith Mitchell categories. He- Keith Mitchell's plus twenty seven thousand. But oh, even better. So when when I looked at it, it, it went it went down or it went up. Good. But uh, so, so what's C. JT Boston is at plus fifty thousand. But what's Siwoo Kim? Siwoo Kim is at. I actually think Siwoo Kim has better odds. Yeah, probably. But like I said, his plus, plus eight thousand. Plus eighty. Plus eight thousand. Plus 8,000, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, his ball striking is just great, but at the moment, but he's gaining more than five strokes per event in all ball striking categories in his last five tournaments. Top four at the Memorial, miscut at the PGA, just kind of due to his short game being off. But I do believe that that's actually one of his best, like, suits that he has in 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 his bag of repertoire i should say is his short game so i i, I kind of think that there was just an off day there so siwoo kim another player that i'm actually looking at for a long shot here at, at plus eight thousand. so you get two of them from me this week which also leads me to another plus eight thousand for my first round leader Sahith Thigala. This kid is an L.A. native. His accuracy 
off the tee and short game is pretty good, and he's got great power on the driver. I think the crowd can get him pumped up because he's going to be that one of those local favorites. You know, he's kind of been off to a sluggish start. His last 20 rounds of golf, though, he's finished within three strokes of the lead twice and within within five, eight times. He's made the cut 17 times in a row, and his average score this season is minus six. And if you actually look at the course, like winners, past winners here, it hasn't been that's he's won that if he kind of hits a minus six he's won that a couple of these you know past prior times so i mean not super off the the course that he he could win this thing but you know i think kind of just coming off to a day one all this he, he typically plays better on harder courses and with a crowd behind him and he's got Four top 15 finishes this season in California. And he's 88% or better on par fives at the RBC. And he had seven birdies on par fours at the RBCs. So, I mean, I, I, I think this is a good player to get out there for a first-round leader. Could be pretty hot. Day one. I'm going with him. You heard it here first, folks. What do you think, Matt? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Well, I got a I got a couple fades before we get into your putting for a parlay. So I'm fading Kopka just for the sole fact that I just don't know what I would bet with him. So I'm just fading away from him this week. <laughs> I'm also fading Homa. Because, I mean, this might take away from my last player for the first-round leader, but that was just for him to play well one day, and it's the first day. This guy, he's the hometown hometown kid. I mean, he's probably going to be another one of those favorites here. But hometown stories don't work out, and especially this season. So I'm kind of fading him for that. So that's it. I mean... I'm also fading, this may be a surprise pick, I'm fading Hovland. I mean, yeah, he, he's he been playing some really hot golf, but his short game's kind of been an issue the last two tournaments here. Um, so I don't know. And I think he, his hit rate on the green is right around 50% or something like that. So I don't know, I'm fading him this week, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to start fading him because I do think he's going to be playing some pretty good golf after this. But, you know, let's get into your putting for a parlay, Matt. What do you got for us? <laughs> how many, uh, how many legs do you think? I don't know. I feel, I feel like you're giving us with that laugh, like a seven or eight legger. It's fair. It's an eight legger. Yeah, called it. But, it. but let's see, let's see, let's see how you feel about it when I'm done. All right, I will start on the higher side. Um, let's see here. So we'll start with some top forties. Give them to me. All righty. So the first top forty. JT Poston. God, I fucking at, hate you. At plus 175. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, top 38, what, two weeks ago? And he didn't play last week. Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. All right. Ready for number two? We're always ready. Bryson. DeChambeau? Yes, sir. At minus hey. 160, top 40. Hey. I was going to say, he won this like three or four or five years ago pretty recently. So, yeah, no, not, yeah, no, I like that pick. Yeah. One of those players I was thinking about going with for something, but yeah, no, I'm glad you picked him for the top 40. That's all I really need uh, to get into it for him. I've got one more top 40. Okay. And it's fucking Phil. <laughs> 
you're killing me with these top okay um yeah no like i said could be going for that first career grand slam folks let's see matt thinks he could be coming out being a little bit more aggressive because he wants it so let's see if he can can hit out that top 40 make the cut make get that top 40 you know not not outlandish and the last time i've kind of been feeding him and doing this and matt's been going for him on these ones that he's been eligible for he's actually been playing pretty well i believe right for the most part yeah yeah especially some of these days more days rather than not so for for phil i like it so i don't think you're gonna like my top 30 okay who is it brooks no, here's the thing. I said I didn't just know where I wanted to put him, but for the parlay at a top thirty, I mean, he's been playing like he's the he's the major dog. So I mean, like, yeah, for a top thirty, I just didn't, I didn't want to pick him for a win. I just don't, I don't think it. But I mean, for top thirty, yeah, I like it. At a top thirty, I'm getting him at minus two sixty. Yeah, I mean, to add some value to that parlay that that has already some of these plus lines. Yeah. No, I think it's a good uh, we, pick. And then we move into our 20s. Okay, yeah. Which is covered by, that's where I, I've decided Cantlay's going to land, at minus yep. 135. You know I like it. I had him at a top five. What was that? I said, you know I like it, because I believe I had him for a top five. Yeah, so we got him at minus 135. Mm-hmm, yep. And then I've got Scotty Scheffler, top 20, minus 280. Okay, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. I think we already went over – I was I was fine with that at the beginning a little earlier in the podcast. Yeah. And then I've got two top 10s. You know I like me some dimes. Lay it to me. Well, you know who one of them are. Rory. Rory at plus 150. Okay, yeah. I like it. And then you've got Rom at plus 115. I dig it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, no. Beautiful. So you're looking at an eight-legger. You throw 10 bucks on it. I would, even, I would even say, just because you gave me that value line at the plus at the at the top 10 for it, hedge hedge Rom to win at plus 900 with uh with a top 10. Throw some some money on that and boom. I think you're getting a pretty decent payout if that hits. I mean, even if you were to be a little a little heavy-handed and throw 50 bucks on it, you're looking at $10,949. You had me, especially when you said heavy-handed at throwing 50 on it. I was like, oh, this is probably like you got to do a little more because you got to get a little higher payout. But here's the thing. No, I... I know it's eight legs, and probably that might deter some people from it, but a lot of them are top 40s and, and some top 30s, and, and the top 20s and 10s are, are players that are, that are favored to win this thing, you know? So I think you're you're really only two picks that, that kind of have people deterring maybe from it is, is Phil and Austin, but, you know, I'm willing to do it because I've, you I know, mean, you could be safer and throw five bucks and make following Mickelson on these events, and and they've been doing pretty well. I mean, you can throw, you could be safer, throw five bucks, make a thousand ninety four. Yeah, they're like ten. Yeah, they're like ten on it. So it's like what two thousand, two thousand uh, one hundred and what eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, not too bad there. Pretty pretty good parlay. I like that one, Matt. I think you're I think you're you're picking up on something here with this with this parlay this week. Could this yeah. be parlay hits? Could be. I don't know. I mean, I, I just wish Lucas was on to be able to tear it down. Oh, you know you'd be ripping it apart. Yeah, probably not. I know. He'd probably be fine with it, but I mean he probably wouldn't. The two picks that I stated that other people would probably be iffy about is probably the picks that he would be iffy about. It's fair. It's fair. So I don't know. I like it though. I mean, I'm willing to to throw some some cash and green on that. 
Nice. Yeah, no, that's a good parlay. I, perfect. Yeah, sweet. Well, you know we're going to get into it just because I have to get into it just before we end things. Two things we got to get into, Matt. Vegas, baby. Hey, you know I was wearing that jersey. Oh, they won. The, the Panthers just gave up last night. Gosh, well, here's the thing. They should have just given up the game before that. <laughs> it, gosh, I'm so happy that they won. Like, I was wearing my Marshall So jersey. I was really hoping he won. I actually had posted a – I didn't post a parlay. Actually, like, I did a parlay, and it was – all I needed was Marsha So to, to score a goal, and he had, I think, five or six shots on goal, and he didn't get one, and I was like, come on. But, you know, Stone had that hat trick. Got to love it. Then you had the Nuggets who won this week. Yeah, Nuggets Nuggets won it out. Also 4-1. Four, four I know. Yeah. It's been an interesting week. Hey. So, we... <laughs> so I'm going to ask you again. Guys, you haven't been able to see some of the texts that AJ and I sent back and forth. I did send him one of those. Who would you bench, sit, and start? We're going to ask him live. I did not respond to you. That's right. I did a response. The three players, and AJ is, he likes basketball. So we're looking at a bench, start, sit situation. I'm looking at it right now. I fucking hate you. You didn't say that right. A, A start. Bench sit or cut situation, <laughs> and the players we're looking at are Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna get this biggest one out of the way. I'm gonna get my cut out the way first, okay. Because I okay. don't want it to come down to that, so I'm cutting LeBron James, and I'll tell Hell you, yeah, and I'll tell you why. I'm more confident in either one of these two guys to win me a game as of late, you know, and, and like later on in their careers, as LeBron is later on in his career right now, you know, I would go with either one of those guys to try and win me any game over LeBron. But if we're talking prime, I'm still probably going to cut LeBron James. I mean, I don't know. It's just... I feel like the start and the bench is is the hard part in this, and it's between the two of these gentlemen. I mean... I don't know. Well, here's the thing. If you bench them, do you you still get to use them, right? (laughs) I mean, they're just sitting on your bench. Okay. Yeah, all right. But but he's they're like the sixth man dog. They're they're pretty much the sixth man of your team, right? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah. All right. So sixth man bench I'm going Kobe Bryant. Cause this I mean, if, if you're talking about this whole fact that he's coming off the bench to score, like this dude, if like anybody would be stupid not to do that. And the sole reason I'm going with Michael Jordan to be the start is this man's defense. And his, his overall game is just shut up. <laughs> like, God, it's Michael Jordan. <laughs> and, and I mean, it doesn't really deter from the fact that uh, he, he is a Chicago Bull. Yeah, I love the Bull. I mean, I'm not even being biased on it. Like, it's, it, you gotta, you gotta, you it's gotta, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I mean, you could you can do some stupid argument where Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen he he was the starter wasn't even a playoff team or when he was with the Wizards he wasn't he was like thirty and or forty and forty one or something like that some stupid argument like that but if you're ta- like I don't care if you're talking like prime all these players like Jordan defense like I. Defense and offense. Like I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that combo all day long. Like I don't like I don't know. Like am I wrong? 
I mean, I I would take Jordan, uh, and that's just because he's Michael Jordan. I mean, I mean I, I, how many times, how many stories, how many how many different things have you seen where he's talking about gambling or somebody has pissed him off to the point where he hasn't let them score? <laughs> also, also the I'm I'm also. Like here's the thing, I'm cutting LeBron James for the sole fact that he his Space Jam movie, like get cut for that. <laughs> this dude Michael Jordan, he 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 dunked it full court. Fouled. <laughs> Come on, man. And he got to play with Bill Murray. And he got to play with Bill Murray. And you know Bill Murray's been balling as of late. <laughs> But didn't I see some? I I don't. Did you see the crazy? There's some crazy stat where they were talking about how uh, they were asking uh, if Michael Jordan still had it back uh, back when he went to Washington, and then like in two games he put up like eighty points or seventy points or something like that total. Yeah, no, no. There's a reason he's he's one of the, the goat. You know, like I mean. There, I mean, you could you there. I, there's a better argument for bench cut Kobe LeBron, just for the sole fact. I mean, if you bench LeBron, you could still use him, him in his size and stuff like that. I mean, as opposed to Kobe, you know, but his Mamba mentality, you know, I, I want that, want that, want that heart and mind of a winner, a champion. That's fair. You know. Also, when I'm shooting shit in the garbage, I'm not yelling LeBron or, or James. I'm yelling Kobe. <laughs> that is true. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I young young young. Sometimes I yell young Larry Bird. Young Larry Bird. Oh yeah, young Larry, young Larry Bird. That's just not <laughs> feeling spicy. He's he's my he's my second favorite basketball player of all time. Young Larry? No, just Larry. Just oh, actually. here it is. Here it, actually here it is right here. Uh that last season that uh Jordan played. Two games. He put up 73 points total between uh New Jersey and Dallas. Yeah. And that was what? What year was that? Like 2 That 20- was 2001, 2002, 2003, sometime right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he was he was <laughs> he was well seasoned at that point. Yeah. And it was he playing with Baron Davis too? I think so. Or Baron Davis came on like right after him or some crap like that. Yeah, I, I forget so. who he was playing with on that team. There was another significant player on that team. Read me that roster right now. Read you that roster? Read me that roster. Uh, Let's see if I can get the roster. Pulling it up, pulling it up. I I need to know this roster now, Matt. Like, if you don't don't tell me, I'm probably going to go crazy. Why? I don't know. It's just like you brought it up, so now I got to know. Okay, so on that one, you had... Kwame Brown, Juan okay. Dixon, Brendan Haywood, mm-hmm. Larry Hughes, Larry Hughes, Jared Jeffries, uh, Latner, Lou, Charles Oakley, uh, Brian Russell, Bobby Simmons, Jerry Stackhouse, uh, player from Syracuse, Eaton Thomas. Ian Thomas. And then Jahidi White. Hey, yeah, no, yeah. Pretty, pretty, de- I mean, I think pro- I probably was thinking of like Brendan Haywood or like Larry Hughes or something like that. I don't know. One of those players. But I hey, mean, I. You in 2000, 2002, 2003, I mean, you still had. Uh, you had Allen Iverson playing, Kobe was playing, Kevin Garnett was playing, Dirk was playing, T Mac, Shaq. Dirk, Jason Dirk was Kidd. playing for Dallas. Dirk was playing for Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, and that you was one Paul of the teams P- you said that he put he put him up against. Yeah. 
So I mean, you had you had a crazy amount of players and talent playing then. Yeah, and he was yeah he was still dropping, dropping, dropping them points. And it was yeah. And here's the thing, LeBron. LeBron's got an easier, easier scoring now than than Jordan had back in the day. Still then, defense was a little <laughs> bit tighter, a little bit better, a little bit more aggro, aggressive. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things that it's just one of those arguments that it can go either way. I mean, I you can't you can't. I'm one of those people that if if it's different than what I'm saying, like I'm not gonna like get like argue like off the crap to you. Like I'm gonna respect that you think that that's what it is because we all have our own opinions, you know. So just let me have mine. I let you have your guys's. Let me have mine. <laughs> No, it was a pretty good, pretty good week. Pretty good week in sports, I, I think. Yes, sir. Kind of sad that NHL and NBA are done, but you know, gives us more stuff we can talk about next, next upcoming podcast for next season. It's true. I mean, with each season ending, there's a new beginning. I mean, yeah. we've got a lot of the. You got a lot of the NFL teams are are, are reporting for mandatory uh, mandatory training camps and all that stuff right now. So we're obviously going to be coming in hot with our uh, NFL talk. We only have a couple more couple more divisions to go over as well, I believe. Yes, sir. I think we have what three, three or four. Some are right I around. I believe there. so. Yeah. I we we also. Part part one of the Subway series is ending tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get Dan and and Matt on there for their little post Subway series debate, and then get you guys excited for their pre Subway series debate the next time they play each other because they play each other on two little two game stints. I think they the next time they play them is maybe a month out, so I, I think it'll be pretty good, good content. Yeah. I mean, you and Dan were talking about you were going to get a, a debate going on for the Subway series. We were going to be eating some Subway subs. That's true. That's true. I mean, right now you've got a tied game. so Yeah, you know. And then you got them, you got them of course, pitching Verlander against the Yankees. So Hey, you got Verlander versus Cole. I mean, that's a great massive. That's a great game to go to. That's true. What is, uh, what's the uh, innings at? It's at five. Is it zero zero? Yep. Hey, not bad. Not bad at all. Well, anything you want to get off your chest before we kind of wrap things up here? I think I'm good. All right. Well, before we wrap things up, you know, I always got to give a shout out to our handicappers there. You need to go follow us on Instagram. We're gaining stride. You know, you got to go follow us over there. We're, we're giving out our picks. I think yesterday we went two and three on our max plays, but I think the two that hit were were pretty good, decent value. The day before that, we went two and two on our max plays with really good value on that DeJong RBI, dude. He had a home run. I think so. Some of these players that I'm calling on these max plays for RBIs and stuff like that, they're just hitting home runs and, and easily crushing these max plays. I think DeJong was plus 285 value on that max play. So you're throwing two, three, four, five hundred on that. You're making good money. I don't know what your guys' max plays are, but you got to throw, you, you got to do it, guys. You, that value is just Im- impeccable. Also, you had your boy AJ. Giving out that alternate puck line for the Vegas game last night. And that was, I think, plus like 130-ish to like 190-ish, somewhere right around there. Real good value on that. So Max playing that. Last night we also had... No, not last. Yeah, no. Oh, last night. No, yeah. Last night, yeah. We had another Max play of... I don't remember, but it was pretty decent value. You know... This is why you guys got to go out there and follow the pages. So if you're looking at Instagram, it's at Sportsline Predictors. If you're on Twitter and TikTok, it's at Sportsline P. Huge shout out to the handicappers out there. Like I said, we're gaining traction. It's, it's a lot of it's thanks to them. 
you know, they're showing the love out there. We're showing the love back. We're actually, I think we're getting new followers or, or new people added into that group daily. So, I mean, just all around, you guys just got to get in here because we're getting hot. And, and once NFL comes in there, we're going to be getting even hotter because that's our thing, guys. I mean, it, it, there's there's no other way to it. We we like talking about sports. We like watching sports. We like betting sports. We hope you guys are enjoying what we're doing. Obviously, with golf, we're picking up some heat and some stride. We're looking beautiful unit-wise if you've been following us on, on social media and, and on the podcast. So other than that, just want to say we love you. Thanks for listening, guys. Matt, you already know the fans want to know. Do you love them? Do you love them, Matt? Of course. Matt, these fans are, are eager to know if you love them. you got to say the words. Oh, you want me to tell the fans that I love them? Yes. The fans want you to tell me tell you that they love them. All right, guys. I love you. All right. Well, I think that'll that'll put a little bit of ease to their minds and their hearts for right now. But other than that, guys, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your week. We'll probably get on here for a little bit of NFL talk and for sure Subway Series probably coming up here in the next couple days as well. 